See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. As ready as I'll ever be. You ready as you'll ever be? Alright. I think I'm as ready as... You're ready as this meter's going. Yeah, because I think, like, some knobs are moving and yeah. that red thing's going and we're on the air. I have a theory of never wasting a second of content, so that's... that's <laughs> yeah, the, okay, well, content, here we go. The Ed Wood of podcasting uh, at its finest. Yeah. Who are we? We're bunch... Or no, we're not a bunch of dorks. No, we're not a bunch of dorks. We're, we're on bunchofdorks.com, but we are slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com .org.ed.jp.cmg.tiff.tiff.jpg. None of that's true. All right. So anyway, who we we are Slow Robot Go Go, the podcast dedicated to talking about old, mistreated, misbegotten, uh, cast aside, mistreated as it were, sad movies <laughs> that were that okay. were never that never had a chance in the first place. Yes. We are the charity. I agree. We're the charity group. We're although the charity although group. this week's does not fall into any of that category, to be honest with you. The movie that we're doing this week is, um, I felt a little guilty for suggesting it because it's its very heralded as being one of the finest uh, ever made. Oh, uh, but uh, we're going to have a talk about that because some people don't think so. Ooh. Some people are really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, my name is Mao. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. You can check us out at... Stitcher and iTunes and iApp and thing and stuff and crap and online. Or you can go to the website where I post lots of humorous and funny and weird things as well. That is, um, what is that? Slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Yes, Slowrobotagogo. And then also you can, are. you can join our fun Facebook group and, and I'll say things and have like, fun. I'll say things like, hey, th- th- check out this show and, and there's another thing. Look at this thing. It's funny, right? And that thing. As seen, uh, no, what does it say? Seen by four. I'll seen tell you by say, eight. Seen on TV. As seen on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but if you join the Facebook group or if you go to the website, you will see a lot more content than is just coming through on iTunes, because I like to put up a lot of uh, strange uh, YouTube clips or funny things I find here and there and elsewhere. You can also check me out at a uh, uh, bunch of dorks.com if you go to the bunch of dorks link. Um, I have uh, fired up an old, forgotten, misbegotten uh, podcast that was a long time running, but kind of fell dormant, and then I just picked it up and went with a different format and just kind of uh, BSing about the topic of the week and playing a lot of music. So check that out. If you go to bunchofdorks.com, you will be faced with three three, uh, choices. The first one is Slow Robot. There's a mystery button in the middle, and then the one on the bottom is Bunch of Dorks. Um, I think that's my only shtick. I have other crap, but who what cares? Is, what is the mystery one in the middle? I don't know. I wonder what that is. What is that? I think it's like two-dimension podcast, comic Two book dimension. Thing. So like, not three-dimension and not one-dimension. No. One-dimensional is really boring. That's just Yeah, like, we're not boring, but we're not three-dimensional either. We're just like in the middle somewhere there. Hmm. But we talk about comics and movies and comic movies and movie comics. Nice. And artists and writers and editors and inkers and colorists and editors and Stan Lee and all that kind of stuff. So get on the trolley and read the funny books, won't you? Yeah, Thank the funny you. books. Yeah, the one with like <laughs> uh, cartoons in them. Yes, and what else do you got going on? You have something, you have a really hip uh, it's, it's really hip. The kids dig it. It's hip to be square. It's hip to be square, yeah. It's Destination Nightmare, my podcast, where we'll have a new podcast uh, this week. Uh-oh. The Music Podcast. Two and a half hour extravaganza, Oh, dude. my God. You are like... 14 songs on this. We are breaking the bank. We are, we are you're a non-profit like our, organization. You're like our own... My, you're like my competition. Oh, it's Just so for sad. one show, though. Just you're, for you're one gonna show. You're going to probably beat me. You have it's way more... It's uh, Oh, no. <laughs> the music is so weird we're playing. People are going like, huh? Why? But, but the in crowd, the kids in the know will go, yeah, that's cool. But the majority will go, what is Pavlov's dog? And why does that guy sing like... Giddy Lee. So what stay tuned. Stuff? I have to listen to that. I yeah, think. you'll have to listen. Two and a half hours. That'll kill you like half your <laughs> your afternoon. 
<laughs> I gotta kill some time. You gotta kill uh, some time. Said the cubicle monkey to everyone that was around. <laughs> Fourteen songs. Fourteen wow. hits, kids. Who? It's like Ktel presents or whatever. Yeah, K Ronco presents. Ronco presents. Popeil. What? Dysomatic. What um? Uh, it slices. It dices. It circumcises or something like that. I don't know. Sweet. Who who was who did it with you? CK. C- uh, me and CK. Brian, not Louis, was not. Like Louis CK? No, no. This is, that'd be, this that'd is the get other, some pull. You'd yeah, get some stroke off of that. Now, this is CK, my, my buddy from a uh, long time ago. We go, we go into all sorts of musical, but it's it's the weird 70s or the odd 70s, not the not the Right. Hit. No Zeppelin, no none of that stuff, no Deep Purple, a little bit of Sabbath, but it's mostly the underground band. One of my favorite stuff about, like, especially music, but video and music from decades past gets condensed down to like oh, yeah. five songs and like if you say oh the 60s it's that one clip of the hippie chick with yeah, her yeah, boob yeah, not yeah, her yeah, boobs yeah. out but like painted up like a flower yeah, yeah. and in the light room blah 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 there's like apparently there was three songs from every decade that's yeah time life presents yeah. hits of the 60s four <laughs> cds of like every number one or number two hit you know and then 70s it's like zeppelin and you know zeppelin just, deep purple uh, disco you know oh my uh, god foreigner uh, fleetwood mac ario speedwagon and, and and literally over time it gets shorter and shorter yeah, 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 yeah. and the video clips get more and more condensed until it's just like a 10 second blurb and that's all your brain knows of that decade yeah, you know, yeah. 50s are just Beatles and girls screaming get it, yeah. as they get off the plane. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And then ru- it. and then they'll show like a rocket going off or something. That's like the 60s. And, and then and Kennedy uh, and, yeah. uh, oh, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it all gets condensed into like the simplest possible it's little... It's so sad. Because <laughs> yeah. every decade has so much... A lot of like... A lot of times I'll... Um, when, I'm, when I'm killing time in a cubicle, I'll, I'll put on a, uh, a garage, like, a, like a, I'll go to the like, Live 360. Uh-huh. They, have, they have genres. And I'll do like a garage stations. Just type in garage, and there's all different kinds of stuff. And that's where you find like, like, oh hey, this is actual music from the time, or this is like those. They never made it, but they very are representative of the time periods. You know, like yeah. there's garage punk, there's garage fifties, there's garage sixties. So it's it's a uh, pretty cool to learn that. So hey, you know, I, I actually was thinking of something. I w- I'm going to propose it on the air. So I mean, Uh-oh. so I can't get turned down. <laughs> no, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. And I'll be like, what the hell is he talking, he talking about? about? <laughs> I was thinking, you know how we do like what you watch this week every uh, week. Uh? How about a little segment just to kill time in case the movie doesn't deserve <laughs> like 20 minutes or whatever. What we listened to this week, maybe uh, a little bit of musical. I, that we could do that because I'll tell you what. Um, I don't, I don't, I haven't been able to watch a lot of movies anymore. I haven't uh, either. I watched a couple, not even a couple, one, but I have other things. I have nothing because this week I have nothing. You, you know? got nothing. No. Nope. Yeah, you've been working hard. Uh, yeah. Or working hardly, at the coal mine. Hardly working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right that's, on, man. That's wrong. Okay, so yeah. Well, what what did what did you have uh, watch and or listen to this week? Well, you know what I watched was a, a classic of. Uh, one of the horror classics of all time. I watched The Bride of Frankenstein. One nice. of my favorite my favorite of the Frankenstein movies. The That's your favorite one? Yeah, the funniest one, I think. Not 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 in the sense not like young Frankenstein, but it was a humorous. It was well directed, Karloff, you know, doing the monster, but the effects were better than the first one. They had more money, they had more music because in the first one it was really early universal, so they hadn't really figured out how to put that much music in this. So this right. was already thirty five, so you had Better, better things, and it was a humorous, and there was a lot going on. And the reason I watched it was because I was burning an old uh, videotape from Miami of, uh, with a creature feature show they had with the host and all that in the oh, commercials. Oh, sweet! So not only was I watching Brighter Frankenstein, but I was going back to the '80s and watching like you know all these old car commercials. And in the beginning of it, I your think, new K car, yeah, feel your, the power. A 1985 <laughs> Dodge, you know, Do- Buick Skylark or whatever. Yeah. Gus Machado Ford, <laughs> actual place. And uh, you know, not a not a promo, but uh, it was funny. But the the funniest thing, and I didn't put it on there because the tape was beat up in the front, but the the beginning of the tape has like the end credits and a little end skit from Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Oh my God, there's, <laughs> that's out there on the YouTube. Yeah, it is. Because I, well, I got into a kick of watching YouTube for uh, the Beavis and Butthead, uh-huh. the music videos. They're all out there and it's just great, you know, to yeah, relive yeah, yeah. that like 
them just ripping on these bands, you know? Yeah, because they can't do it anymore for whatever reason. They, they don't because want... everyone has feelings now. Oh, fe- oh that's all, all right. These, all these singers and... Oh, my God. All these metalheads have feelings, yeah. too. You know, they're not just, uh, you know, the the salute and, like, you know, all that. <laughs> you know. What did I write on Facebook one time? I like my metal like I like my uh, at nights out drinking. You know, fast, confusing, and drunken. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need any feelings or care. Yeah, we don't need any power ballads or anything like that. But anyway, yeah. So I watched that, and then... (laughs) The, the the glow stuff was the funniest stuff. I should have put it at the end of the tape. That's awesome. And I will put it at the end of another tape just to preserve it after I throw out the 30-year-old VHS or 25-year-old I don't VHS. think those ladies were actually gorgeous. No, I mean, some of them were like... Attra- there was a couple on this little segment that were attractive. That they kept, that they, they, they never wrestled. Probably. Like, because they were like the pretty ones. So, like, don't Probably. beat them up so bad. You know, like... Fabius Mula or whatever yeah, yeah, she yeah. wrestled because because uh, you know she was in the fifties <laughs> or something because she her face could punch out my truck so you know what I mean yeah. like she's she's just tough so. yeah yeah and the other thing that I watched wasn't a movie but it was a uh, I was I was going on Netflix last night and it was like uh, I was looking through the TV and they had this uh, I guess it was a TV show that Elvis Costello did a few years ago called Spectacle and he had mm. interviewed artists and then he would do songs with them but huh. in in tribute to the late great Lou Reed. There was an episode with uh, Lou on there, so it was kind of like cool to see Elvis and Lou singing like a couple of wow. the old uh, songs. And um, yeah, it was, it was it was a decent show, you know. But yeah, we're we're losing all the greats, like yeah. like you know Lou Reed and you know all, all the freaking you know. I mean, you still got Bowie around, and you still got some of the guys around. But man, when they start hitting their seventies, it's like you know, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's, it's it sucks, you know. Rock is rock is pretty dead these days, and these sure guys is. are the guys that invented it. So we need to yeah. we need to like uh, watch preserve their preserve, listen, and and, yeah. and learn from these dudes. They uh, Elvis Costello always struck me as now I didn't care for his music, but that's not a bash against him. He he always seemed to be like one of those um, almost like a how Jack White is where yeah, lots yeah, of collaborations, lot of crowd, yeah. like truly loves the craft, truly loves yeah. everything about it, you know. He seemed very intelligent. Yeah, I used to it's, like his music you know, in the 70s and 80s. I mean, it's still okay, but, you know, after like 9,000 songs, you know what I mean? It's well, just yeah, become, and, and again, I'm not knocking the guy. He's yeah. he's great. I, that's just not my genre of music that I like, you know. Yeah. So, but, man, he's, he always seemed very intelligent. But Bo, yeah. Bowie did, too. Oh, yeah, Bowie yeah. seems like he's were. like wow, he's really on point. You know, all, the, all those guys in the '70s, I, I I would venture to say that I mean I don't know the people that are making music today. I'm sure they're like fine people, but it seems like there were a little there was a little more brain going on rather than maybe now these days you get a lot of these like Justin Bieber dudes and all that. But even the rock guys, they seem to be like to me anyway. And this is just my opinion, you know. This is not the opinion of the station or anything like that. <laughs> no disclaimers for this one. I don't care yeah, about it. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of the guys are these days are just like, just pale imitations of what went, went down before. Mm. I've even heard, seen bands lately that are pale imitations of Nirvana, you know, which is pretty kind of like telling or whatever, yeah. uh, Nickelback. But, uh, <laughs> well, they, they, have, they, they figure out formulas. It's all money now. There's no yeah, there, well, not all. It always money. was, you know, but it just seems like it's more. Like I shouldn't say all either, because some are very good, some have a lot of soul, some care a lot, but mostly it's just how to reinvent yourself to make money, and that's it. They don't but I, but I will say there's probably hundreds of great bands that have not made it that are underground oh, yeah. or they're below the surface, and maybe in the next decade something will happen and they come forth and we can you know all hail rock and roll again, but nice. not these days. No, not these days is right. All right, what else? Nothing. That's it. That's it, man. That's uh, all I got. Yeah, and as I said earlier, I watched nothing. I watched uh, our our movie for this week's show, and that was it. And that's sad. I did get a bunch of stuff in Netflix that I'm looking forward to. Like, um, I mixed it up and really added in a lot of goofy stuff and a lot of uh, sci-fi stuff. And so I'll be... Well, I mean, I, I could... Okay, here's the deal. Like, I've been burning movies lately, mm. and I watch a little bit of them. But I haven't watched the whole movie, so it's kind of a cheat to yeah. say, okay, Queen of Blood, I watched a little bit of I really love that movie. It's like a 60s yeah. John Saxon yeah. kind of like, it's, it's, it's really, it's almost like, it's a space vampire, so that was like a little theme going on. We yeah. should we actually watch that movie in one show. I watched that, and I watched Beginning of the End, the one Peter Graves and the oh, giant grasshopper. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched a little bit of it because I was making sure that the movie was okay. And, and Well, that's, yeah, I, the same thing as, uh, yeah. like, I watch a million MSTs every week. 
Right. Like literally, I watch them every day. I watch one or two. Well, you could talk uh, about that. And that's the thing. Like I've seen those movies uh, over and over and over again. <laughs> but you, you watched know? the whole show, right? You watched the oh, whole yeah, MST. Of what course, what, what yeah. MSTs did you watch this week? Well, let's there, see. There's nothing. There's, that's Catalina Capers, Werewolf, um, wow. uh, Space Mutiny. Gosh, there's Werewolf, a whole... is that the one, that Mexican one or whatever? <laughs> oh, God, I saw that episode. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What are some of the other ones? Um, Batwoman, the wild oh, the wild world great. of Batwoman, that's which is just great. hilarious. That's great. Uh, of course, the Nep- Neptune Men. Invasion of the Neptune Men. Invasion of the Neptune Men, I watched look, that we one. we did watch stuff. Oh, I watched, like... I, watch, I literally watch one or two MSTs a day. Are you watching them at work, too? Uh-uh. <laughs> well, I, I have them. I'm listening to them at work sometimes. Oh, because you can listen to the audio. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, just because I know them so much. I, I mean... Oh, you know, and well, now you said that when I was up in uh, well, over at CK's doing the show, I did watch a couple of, uh, of uh, riff tracks. Nice. I watched, um, what was it, uh, Neutron and the Death Robots. And <laughs> I've never it? seen that one. Oh, it's not that great. But yeah. the the movie's fun. But you know, I mean, I I think I think the rip track guys are good. But I'm I. I it's you, missing something. It's missing it, something. That it's MST missing had. the MST. You know, it's missing the MST. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they're funny and they're good and all that. Well, yeah. You miss the visuals and the graphics and all that. What stuff. um? No, Neutron and the. Ro- Death Robots. It's a Mexican uh, wrestler movie, but it was not Santo. It was another guy who's a little bit not as built as Santo, but it was in that you know that whole genre that was happening in the '60s. Uh, so, nice. Yeah. Oh, and the Brainiac was the other. Brainiac's a good one too. The one where he's like, he sucks people's brains, and he's got that stupid-looking <laughs> head that shrinks. And... I think I have seen that one. Oh yeah, well, that's a right. tracks though. Yeah. So all right. Well, that's it for that for that for that segment. Yeah, anything else? Oh, what I listened to this week is I got the new Eminem. Um, Marshall Mathers 2 CD, and uh, very strong. He he put out a bunch of. Um, is he doing al- rock or is it still just hip hop? Well, it's it's, it's 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 not. I can't say uh, it's just hip hop. I mean, obviously it's rapping, it's hip hop, but he uses some hooks from old stuff. Well, yeah, I mean he do, he's doing a commercial, f- not commercial. He's doing the intro for college football on ABC at nights, and they've got the stroke, Billy Squire mm-hmm. song buried in there. Or That's whatever. in there. That's one of them. Yeah. One of them is that um. Uh, in the white room. In, in a white room, room yeah, the cream, cream. I think one of that's one of them. There's a lot of hooks yeah, from rock. Okay. Um, it's very good. It's it's a really good album. Um, you know, I enjoy his stuff. I'm not a, I'm not really a rap person per se, but I do have a lot of stuff I listen to. Onyx, um, Wu Massacre, Wu Tang Clan, and Eminem. They they make their way into the rotation every now and then. You know, along right. with my Japanese garage punk and metal and whatever you know i have a really weird mix of stuff i listen to now you never listened to straight on pop like uh you no. know no 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 mm. like your parents did back in the day you don't li- <laughs> you don't listen to fifth dimension up up and away or anything no, like that no no okay. um it's all the the odder the better um you know the the most mainstream i'd get was like i get i liked foreigner uh, a little bit of foreigner sometimes black sabbath i do listen to janice joplin every now and then you know um I, I mix stuff in. I don't dislike stuff. Uh, Deep Purple, I listen to that. Judas okay. Priest, Iron All Maiden. Right. But that's uh, that's kind of just in there, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. I also dug out an old CD. I had um, Primer 55, mm-hmm. which is... Um, oh, I don't want to say it's Rob Zombie's... I forget who it is. I don't know. It's Rob Zombie's brother, maybe, or something. Some shit like that. <laughs> it's, this group, it's this group called Primer 55. I don't know how much they've made or... Or or how often they did they made stuff if they're even a lot around anymore? But the it's a really aggressive CD. You know, I want to say it's like mid '90s, but it's like it's good. It's well made. It's it's. Do you ever listen to like the the you know like a Sex Pistols, Clash, uh, Damned, uh, some old stuff, yeah, Stranglers, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like Dirty that. Rotten yeah. Imbeciles. I listen to yeah. them some. Uh, okay. I love No Effects. Um, okay. AFI. AFI is almost the edge of where I go to because they're they're getting into like punkish mainstreamish kind but, of but you music. don't listen to green day do you nah their older stuff i did their first one or two i thought were okay uh dookie was good but i i, I don't I, like i don't follow up with them like well just for the just for the record because we said it on the my on destination Iron, and i'll say it on this one green day sucks okay. my opinion there you go yeah i don't yeah we're green just, day sucks so i just my opinion you that's know all. and then but you also see i listen to stuff like johnny cash yeah, there you go. Well, Johnny Cash is more punk than most of the punk groups, by by my estimation. Well, like, yeah, yeah, because he lived it. Yeah, 
he was a rough bastard. Yeah. I mean, I yes, I I don't listen to the the uh, country stuff. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff in there you're like, damn, he's 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 hardcore, you know. Some of that country stuff from the sixties, some of the weirder stuff is pretty it out there. It was better. It was it was good country. Oh, God, like yeah. I not and I am not a country guy. I don't like it at all. No, but it was it was a lot more real, earthier. It was like it was like the originals kind of. It just of, sounded yeah. like rock and blues had a baby yeah, yeah, and this yeah, is what uh, it was, you yeah, know. Instead exactly. of now it's just like Yeehaw and my chuck and Yeah, shit now like it's just that. like I'm gonna wear a hat and I'm country. Well, yeah. really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm trying to do a NASCAR commercial with my I mean, The only songs, thing I'll you know, say about like, modern country is that at least it has rock and roll in it. <laughs> and that's about the only place you're going to hear like rock and roll, even though you yeah. might not like the songs. At least some of them are rocking a little bit, so I'll give them that much, but not much more than that. You know? yeah. All right, well, that's it. That's all we've watched and or listened to this week. So like rock and or roll, we're going to take a break, and then right. we'll be right back with our this week's... Um, are we going to pay trailers or anything? We sure are. All right. Nice.
Um, my first one is Iron Giant. Very good, uh, you know, kind of a... That, that has a really good story to That's a cartoon, it. isn't it? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, next one, Cherry 2000. Oh, yeah, what's her face? <laughs> yeah. Melanie Griffith. Ah, that's her. Melanie I'm Griffith. I'm sorry, Melanie. No, I no, no. Your name. Well, she's not the Cherry 2000. She's just yeah, the bounty yeah, hunter. Yeah, she's the star. She's yeah, the star I'm of sorry. it. But she's oh, hot. If she you ever great. watch, if you ever watch that now, her acting is bad. That's okay. She looked good. And of course, Westworld made the list because we just watched it. It's fresh in my brain. It, yeah. And if I can find Future World, I can't believe that damn Netflix doesn't have that. Uh, you got to you got to write. You got to call them. I'm gonna order it. I think I'm gonna buy it because I love I love the movie. I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. Probably for like Westworld and Future World double pack. You know. Yeah, sure. And of course, Mecha Godzilla makes the list because yep. uh-huh. I love Mecha. Godzilla yeah. and you know. Who Mecha, doesn't? Yeah, Mecha Godzilla. Now, I almost didn't put this on the list. This is my one, my top one, two, or three movie at some point in my uh, at all times. It's in the top three. I can't say it's really a robot movie. But his presence is big, and of course I'm talking about the day the Earth stood still. It's a robot. It's got a yeah. Well, it's a robot Gord is movie. yeah. Gord. It's a, the yeah, old that's a one. Movie, the yeah. old one. Let me let me rephrase. Let me make sure everyone's understanding. I thought you had the Keanu Reeves one. No. But yeah, the that one was kind of iffy to make the list. But I was like, eh, no, Gord's no, a Gord's no, a badass. It's not, it's ass, not so. iffy at all. It's okay, iffy cool. Uh, I put I put I Robot on there. I liked it. I know. I know it. You know, it's a Will Smith joint and all that stuff, but uh, I uh, like I liked I liked iRobot. All right, has to be number two in my list. This isn't I'm not reading it number two, but this is uh, MST three thousand. Yeah, because they did make the movie. You know, that's right. That's and right. Uh, you know, Crow and uh, Servo are of course. That's my number two of all time. Maybe number three. All right, no, number three. Uh, RoboCop. I yeah. love RoboCop. Yeah. That that would probably that's why I bumped it down because I'm thinking that'd be my number two. In, oh, in order yeah, of like right, right. badassery, that would be number two. Would be RoboCop. Uh, Ghost in the Shell is a very um, robot-centric movie, and I love that. That's one of my favorite animes of all time. Um, robot Jocks. Yeah, because yeah, that's so awesome. We watched it. Yeah, Pacific Rim didn't make my list. Shoulda, but I don't know. It's too new and flashy and weird. Uh, Wally, okay. which was a, a Disney, one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. All right. And of course, numero uno, the Governator himself, the Terminator. Now, technically, the Terminator could have been the top five spots with Terminator One, yeah. Terminator Two, Terminator Three, Terminator Four, Terminator Five, because each one brings a new level of insanity and awesome. But I just, I just franchised it and said, you know, groovy man, groovy. Sorry to rattle on. What's your list, Doctor Morbius? Well, I forgot my list. <laughs> That's, that's why I went first without even asking. But I'm gonna, I'm, like, uh, gonna use my fingers to count. Wow. See if I can count ten. And, and 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 really, there's not gonna be much duplication except for the day the air stood still. That's the really? only duplicate we oh, have. Good, good. That's awesome. Right. That's a fun list. Okay, I hope I, re- I hope I can remember these. Okay, Forbidden Planet. Nice. Robbie the Robot. See, I, I, I I'm not Robbie the Robot, but the Robot. That's I should have went more robot. 50s sci-fi on my list, but I kind of oh, yeah. figured I would go you know, modern, or like whatever. modern kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, then you got like. Um, Westworld. That's right. There is a duplication. It's Westworld. No, They're robots, you know. Wrestling women versus the robot, as- uh, robot assassin. <laughs> Mexican classic. This one's from the later 60s, early 70s. So you got violence and gore and How nudity. did Robo Geisha not make my list? Oh yeah, my we God, watched I'm it. Robo Geisha. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, a, a movie that I've never seen all the way through, but the 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 robot in it is kind of famous. It's uh, Hal from a uh, 2001. I can't finish that movie. I know it's tough. You need to be you need to be on acid. So I mean, if you've got a tab, go for it. Uh, but if not, maybe I if maybe like maybe three twenty times years to watch that, and I cannot finish that movie. I'm just like, oh my god, just get to the point. Okay, these two, because and they're two that they're both Dr. Goldfoot movies, but he's got the girl bombs and you know, and those are like ro- bikini-clad robot women. So it's. It's Dr. Goldfoot and the Girl Bombs and Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. Wow. Both with Vincent Price, so... Boom. You, you got... Boom, Take boom. That, yeah. yeah. See, so those two... You could have said the Fembots from Austin Powers. You could have said the Fembots from Austin Powers. should have said the Fembots from Austin Powers. But this is the one... This is what influenced the Fembots from Austin Powers. Yes, so. it did. And did it well. And, yeah. and, and did it well, <laughs> yeah. Okay, this was technically a TV show, but when it they made a movie of it, 
called Voyage into Space, and it's got Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. Yeah, Johnny Sacco. So, Sacco you know, Johnny's that, that Egyptian-headed robot or whatever. It's a very odd robot. That, yeah. I, when I looked at it at first, I was like, well, that's hastily put together. Like, it just like had something laying around there, just like, just just make the robot. But it's groovy. It's 60s. It's oh, yeah, hip, yeah. So. It's cool. I was going to say Mecha Godzilla, but you then that you mentioned that one, but I'll use the other one which was in King Kong and Space Capes Mecha- Mechanic Kong when he fights the robot giant robot Kong. So nice. Yeah. That's another good one. And oh uh, god, what else? What I think black, that's 10. What about the Black Hole? The Black Hole's got a There's a bunch of Battlestar Galactica movies got oh this the Cylons. The Cylons, yeah, the Black Hole's got a robot. Blade Runners are technically robots even though they're more like cyborg I androids. almost said Blade Runner Blade Runner pisses me off. That's like a movie that I loved, uh-huh. but there's 20 different versions of it. <laughs> and, know. you know, when you start doing that crap, it's like, <laughs> put know. it away. Put <laughs> it away. You want to get a spray bottle out and just start spraying them and saying, bad, no, bad director. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Water and leave it alone. And you hit them with a newspaper that you rolled up and you get back. No, no, no. Garrison Ford <laughs> is not a robot. Quit rewriting the ending, you morons. But I uh, liked it. The original was really good. I liked the original. And then they did, no, no, we, we meant to do this. I'm like, okay, just, yeah. just stop it. And there's millions of others, but that's our list and we're sticking to them. Nice. I remember this one dude at work bought that, um, they came up with like a briefcase with all the with like there was like some there was some uh, what's that what what the way you just said Blade Runner right and they they came out with some like definitive thing and it came in like a it looked like a Halliburton like one of those oh, metal God. cases and uh. I was like well what and I was like because <laughs> that's the first time I ever heard of it I just watched the movie and said okay that was a movie I I dug it uh, yeah. and then then he's like no no there's seven different versions of it I was like well that's just stupid. <laughs> Like, you know, and then, uh, and that's it. You know, I watched it on, I watched it on Laserdisc, which was one version. And then I bought one. I think it's director's cut. Who the hell cares? I bought it used at a pawn stop for a buck, you know, and that's it. Oh, and and then from Buck Rogers, that little robot called Tweaky. (laughs) Bitty, bitty, bitty. Nice cans. Gray. What's her name? Erin Gray. Erin Gray. Oh my God. She was. She's one of those women that. She's as beautiful now as she was then. And you're like, how are you 50 years older and still so hot? You know. Now, now the guy who played the little ro- inside the little robot suit in uh, Buck Rogers. Was it Hervey Villachez? No. no. Okay. He's the guy who played cousin It in the Adams Family. Nice. Uh, Felix Silva. And I went when I went to uh, Monster Bash <laughs> in 2008. He was there. You met him. I saw him. I didn't talk to him, but I saw him. He was running around. He looked all right for like an old guy. You know. I guess he was an old guy. Maybe he was young when he played cousin It wow. or whatever. But he was he was running around there. Fun you know? stuff, man. That's yeah. awesome. I kind of pity those, like. The early robots were just like children actors, or just oh, yeah, like yeah. like like very abused people that were like dying, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but hey, costumes are they made ha- their mark. Costumes are hard and they suck. They they're not yeah. they're like really bad to. I remember we went to that um, the TV show we did made uh had won an award, and I had the brilliant idea of going in costume. So, you know, because we did, like, all these skits and these crazy... Dub 420, Yeah, mean? Dub 420, and we, we did all these crazy skits where we were dressed up as these animals and stuff, and we would just blow shit up. It, it was just a way of blowing stuff up <laughs> without being identified on TV, you know? Yeah. And, um, and we go there, and I'm, I'm the clown, and then there was the alien, and there was this guy from the bike shop I was working at at the time who was dressed as, a, as the mouse. Now, the mouse is a professionally made costume. We bought it. We, we invested money in that. It's heavy. It's all fur. He, I guess he blacked out at some point because he didn't go up on stage. Oh, oh when God. we got called, he, 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 he like literally blacked out and he had to go to the bathroom to like breathe. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was bad. But uh, Hey, it's all for showbiz. And, we, and it was so great because we made it the front of the pamphlet. The government pamphlet that was for public access. Like, in, If you look at the background of everyone holding up their things, you see a mouse and an alien and and, and the clown holding it with a cigar in his mouth. It was oh, great. Yeah. It was so crazy. They were like, oh, my God. God bless America. <laughs> God bless public access. All right. So that's it for our list. What have we missed? I don't know. I would tell you to tell us, but no one writes, so who cares? Come on. And, l- come on, Leslie Carter. Write us and tell us what... <laughs> Robot movies were missing. <laughs> Come on, John Carter from Mars' cousin, yeah. Leslie. Yeah. Come on. Join the Facebook group and tell us all the dumbness. Tell us that what we we're missing. Missed. Tell us what we're doing right and tell us what we're doing wrong. No, everyone's so lazy they can't even click a mouse. Oh, she can do it. Uh, maybe do maybe it. Leslie can, but none of our other listeners. All right.
All right, I'll stop berating people. Now we're going to take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about one of uh, what I consider one of the greatest kung fu movies in the history of the world. Ever. Really? Really? No. Uh, the greatest in the history. No, nah, it's not the greatest. It, it's it, a good one. It though. has a lot it's, going it's, for it's, it. It does yeah. have a lot going for it. Kung Fu Madness coming up. Stay tuned. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Take someone you can hold tight. The rats are coming. Can change myself with will. They haven't eaten yet, you know. What are you talking about? The rats. They haven't eaten since I got to some. And I should think they would be very hungry by now. They eat almost anything. The man-eating killer rats are back. More gruesome, more terrifying than ever before. But they are not alone. The werewolves are here, too. Evil. Depraved, blood-sucking werewolves that will scare the pants right off you. You must take her to see. The rats are coming. The werewolves are here. Please, you're under arrest. Meet the police women, as soft and beautiful as any woman, tough enough for any man. When you're a cop, there's no such thing as the weaker sex. The Police Women, a different kind of motion picture about a different kind of cop. Cold steel on the outside, all woman on the inside. It's not easy to fall in love with a trained killer. I promise to be gentle. The Police Women, caught in the middle of the most daring caper since the French Connection, putting their lives on the line against a ruthless gang of gold smugglers. Looks like you're on your own, sweetheart. And that's just the way I like it. Don't miss The Police Women, a motion picture that takes you on a roller coaster ride of hard hitting violence and soft curves. Rated R. All right. Thank you very much for. What was that one? The, the rat- rats are coming, the werewolves are here. Now, have you seen that movie? I tried, but I couldn't get through it. Andy Milligan movies are the worst, and uh, I'm sure I'll be inflicting one upon you one day. <laughs> and then, of course, the second one, Police Women. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah It's, it's a exploitation. It's okay. Yeah, what are you going to do? Now, onward and upward to this week's Forward movie. Forward onto our kung fu classic. The kung fu. But it's not a kung fu movie, even though, like, in the dub version that I saw, somebody said, oh, uh, he's, he's great kung fu, and I'm like, huh? Well, but yes. it, it really is it. it yeah, really it is. is. That's as gonna as close as it's gonna be. Um, we're talking about 1966's uh, "Come Drink with Me." It's more of a swordplay movie. It than is a, a lot of swordplay. Uh, they or what's the other one? Like the official hipster term is like "wixiao." Wick? Yeah, I don't. I'm not that hip. Bro. Yeah, me either. And um, unfortunately, like because if people say, "Oh, you know, I really dig kung fu and chop suey." Oh, you mean the wiktao or something? There's some hippie, stupid term. This is which one I'm, of the first wire. Wire foo, a little bit of wire foo. Um, whatever. Now this is the Shaw Brothers movie. Yes, it right? is. A Shaw and Brothers um, yes. this is starring one of my favorite leading ladies of all time, uh, Chang Pei Pei. What uh, other movies was she in? You, everyone that's listening would know her. She was the evil witch from uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh yeah. But she's done. A million things. Did you she know. do uh, modern, contemporary movies, or were they all set in old, old, old China? Some, I think, some of everything. Okay. Um, right. I, now she's one that I, I have mostly. I know her from these types, from okay. the Shaw Brothers stable. Right. Um, she's very. Uh, her screen presence is known. You know, when she's on screen, she's there. Yeah. Uh, this, I don't know. This is one of those movies where it's better than it had any right to be, and um, and it's very highly regarded. Um, in the kung fu community, it's uh, it, this was the first one where she got noticed. You know um, that this really kind of made I don't want to say made her career. She made her career, but this is one that like launched her career. You mm-hmm. know, um, I this is one of my favorites. I can't say it's my top, top, top one, the the best of all time, but uh, but it's it's definitely in my top ten. I would say, mm-hmm. um, and and I think what do you think about it? You you disagree a little bit. I'm not well. I'm not real well versed in 
um, these types of movies. I've seen mm-hmm. maybe one or two. So it's kind of like, it's not my genre, you know what I mean? That's the, uh-huh. that's the only way I can put it. I thought it was a well-made movie, but I thought the story was a little bit, not not so much, you know well, what I mean? The story's very familiar. It is very familiar. It's like a Western the only kind of, one that you know? The only thing about this story that, that really is interesting is that it does actually branch off um, you're following one storyline, yeah, and then the storyline yeah, it, does. it doesn't stop, but it concurrently you start having they're they're presenting a a whole second timeline and 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 storyline to you, and it runs concurrent, but one the second one takes precedence uh-huh. over the first one. That's so that's right. that's kind of cool. I cool, but it, t- it it threw me off. Plus, I I gotta admit I, I fast forwarded past the musical numbers. <laughs> Yeah, you know the yeah. singing, the singing beggar stuff. Yeah, um, not so much. The the one of the things that uh, that always I don't want to say hinders my opinion of them because I like I said I've I've professed my love for these kung fu movies early and often. It later in my film watching life, I have I much more uh, tend to go towards the samurai slashers. Mm-hmm. Um. In my real life, I do Yaido, which is the the drawing of the samurai sword. That's the weapon. I have one of those, the flexible Chinese swords that I played with a little bit. I the 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 best feeling in the world is a samurai sword in your hand to me, and and a beer and a beer. Um, not at the same time because that's how you lose pieces of yourself. Uh, but the this the presence on screen of the fluid uh, Chinese swords never kind of compares to me when you watch the 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 the, the battle of a samurai sword mm-hmm. the the cuts are much severe more severe like the damage is much higher to me it's just they would never be as powerful they're they're great scenes they're well choreographed in this one um but it is that more flowery more fluid movements of the chinese sword yeah more operatic which I believe Cheng Pepe was a ballet dancer. Looks like. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the director picked her because of that. Um, she wasn't a martial artist. <clears throat> no. Oh, no. okay. Yeah. I, I think, uh, like many others, she um, she she gained the skills as she went along because mm-hmm. she's like, well, this is my deal now, you know. Sunny Chi, but yeah. Like um, yeah. But so the samurai swords, the samurai flicks, always felt much better to me, like much uh, visually appealing to me because it's one or two cuts incredible damage one person dead or you know mm-hmm. that's kind of a that doesn't translate well into a into the chinese uh, kung fu movies you know yeah no you're right it doesn't it's a little more visceral in the japanese than yes or you know like there was one i forget what it was not throne of blood where the samurai pretty much gets drunk and hacks the whole place up <laughs> and goes from room to room just chopping people down and it was wow yeah, yeah, yeah. wow you know, and you're just like, God damn! Like, you know, you don't get you get some of that from from kung fu movies because they're always one upping each other, you know. Uh, the, and but this is one of those in the '60s. They were just making this one was actually an honest attempt at a good story, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were good actors. These actors in this were were good. Um, you know, I mean, the one thing I can say for it is that <clears throat> until I looked up the uh, the date on, it, I didn't, I had no clue. When this movie was made, it could have been made. In, I thought it could have been made in the 70s, for all I know. Yeah. So it does have kind of a classic feel to it. Whereas from the cinematography is really nice, and and the people, the way they act and the dress, you can't really. It's not, it's not dated, so I'll give it that much. Oh yeah. Um, At all. You there was a period of kung fu movies where <clears throat> they would always go for that historical look. Yeah. You you don't know when it's made. I mean. Until the 80s, when they just relied heavily on the uh, visual effects of the mm-hmm. wire foo, yeah, that that whole mush of of kung fu movie was just like I call it just chop suey. That chop saki, um, chop saki, yeah, and um, that's all it is. I mean, it, it's a period piece where they dress like that. Although I don't really think anyone ever dressed like no. the people in kung fu movies. Like no. you know, no. um, if you see a guy in all white, you're getting your ass kicked. That's for sure. Like the guy, like a guy walking up with his hands behind his back, yeah. in all white. You know, he's like the grandmaster of everything. And of course, like everything they, you know, the, the the superhero element of the movies, where everything they do is like 
you know, you throw three coins up in the air and boom, 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 with one mm-hmm. shot, the knives go right through them or whatever. We got right. All that. And the walking on the walls and the, all that stuff, you know. Yeah, they did a lot of that where you're watching a, a, a realistic tale, but then the fantasy. the fantasy element comes in. And that's that's what keeps them um, very uh, interesting and very visually exciting, too, because you know nobody could do this stuff. And it's almost like you're watching a somebody explaining an old yeah. story mm-hmm. about how oh my god the gunfighter didn't you couldn't even see him yeah, draw yeah, and he yeah, shot yeah. six people. Yeah, blindfolded. Well, no, that's yeah. never happened. But as people tell things, you know, just like in our lives, the older I get, the better I was. You know, like right. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. And that's uh, that's and so that's kind of the fun whimsical part of all these kung fu movies. But let's talk about the actual story of this one instead of I'm talking very broadly and very kind of open-ended. Now let's concentrate on Come Drink With Me, starring Cheng Pei Pei. We open with a standard uh, guy in one of those, what are those things called? The, the, the It was like a cage on wheels. I don't know yeah, what they're actually called. but Yeah, the, the older style Chinese um, transport of a prisoner was just like a gigantic, like the head sticking up and heavy bars and wood. It looked very wood. comfortable. Oh yeah, it looked great. Yeah. Um, and they just, and then a band, a band of bandits. Of baddies. Yeah, baddies uh, grabs the, the the person in charge. Yeah, and then they're seen torturing him, and in, you in know, in well, they, he's the son of the right. governor. That's what we come to find out. He's yeah. the son of the governor, and basically, a band of thieves is kidnapped the son of the governor to leverage him to get their leader back, who was imprisoned. Yeah, standard. Yeah. I'm gonna take their kid. He's gonna fold, and then uh, we're gonna get our leader back. Yay yeah, for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody makes mention. One of the thieves says, "I hope that the governor doesn't send Golden Swallow." <laughs> well, guess what the governor does? <laughs> yeah. And Gordon Swallow is her, his, her daughter. Yeah, Golden Swallow is the governor's daughter, who is king or queen badass of ass kickery. Yeah. So she comes she walks into this village, wa- sits down in the middle of a like a western. of a bar just like a western. Just like a western. Sits down, orders some wine, and in these movies wine is just any alcoholic beverage. <laughs> like yeah. like they don't she had, she orders some bone of the tiger wine, yeah. and the guy's like, "Huh?" Which which is her way of saying, "I'm very important. You're gonna do what I say, and that's gonna be the end of it." You know, because right. that's like saying, "I'm very rich. I'm very powerful." You know, that, that's like uh, that's like P Diddy walking into a casino and saying, "Give me all your biggest pieces of, of gold, please." You know, because he can. Yeah. Um. So he she's so she's sitting there. And then um, Laughing Tiger, who was aptly named, this guy had a very odd face. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was a bad guy with one of those upturned, like, Gilligan's hats almost. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, oh, no, uh, Adobe Gillis hats. Isn't yeah, that, that the guy? Yeah, yeah. No, no, Gilligan has the upturned hat, I think. Uh, but but then um, he starts ordering these goons to start um, testing her. Right. This goes on for a little bit too long for my taste, and and this is where yes, I agree. I do agree that that is one of my criticism that some scenes went on for too long. They should have just been done with the scene within a couple yeah. of minutes. And this is where I started like making the comparison in my brain, like you know, in a samurai flick, he would have stood up and said, "Any of you want to want to want to die? Come on!" Yeah, and they would have charged him. There would have been the big, the or the, or the gunfighter would have went boom, 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 everyone dead but him. He flips the coin to the barkeep, and that's it. Where this, they did a lot of playful stuff where... Yeah, yeah, that's it. The personalities come in and all this stuff, and you're like, well, okay, that's fine, but does it really matter? Yeah, like they throw a gigantic jug of wine, like one of those vats of wine, and she just does like a small flick of the wrist, and it flies into another guy. So she's showing how powerful she is, and then then finally they kind of get to it where they pull out... Um, swords, yeah. and she pulls out two daggers, which these are some of my her set of daggers. I love them. <laughs> okay. um, they're bra- they're standardized brass daggers from the from the period, but they almost have a half moon guild to uh, f- to become sword breakers as as a as she uses them too. Yeah, where they lock yeah, the blade does. in, and if you if you're strong enough, you can twist and they'll snap a blade. Um, that's a very they have sword breakers of different styles in, in a lot of. Uh, yeah, she did do a lot that, of weapons. Didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she does them. Yeah, she, she used does. them correctly. 
Uh. And they're a little bit longer than most daggers, so I liked them. And her use of them was good. She cut a couple people up. I think she killed... She didn't kill... The, none, of the de- none of the deaths in this are overt, either. They're nothing graphic. Well, you see, like, blood spurting. A little uh, bit, but they didn't overdo it. Sh- no. Shaw Brothers hadn't... Yeah, they hadn't gotten into their money or their uh, no. their style yet. Like, you could see it was a Shaw Brothers, but it wasn't like those fountains of blood, you know... No, ah, no. you know, crazy. Too early for that. Too yeah. early for that. And at one point, she's not going to lose the battle, but she's... Things are going... The tide is turning a little bit, and then a drunkard comes in, and kind of disrupts her, pushes her out of the way by accident because he falls into her and then the, the spikes this guy throws miss her. And, of course, she grabs one out of the air and, and puts one through his hand. Yeah. Um, she she owns these guys pretty easily. And then the drunkard stumbles around and says, oh, I'm just drunk. Isn't that great? Drunken cat, right? Yeah, drunken cat. So we're introduced to uh, Golden Swallow, Drunken Cat, Laughing Tiger, Jade Tiger, who is the guy in white with the <laughs> with the poison dart. Yeah, right. You know, and... Uh, is, is that the guy with, with the white face? Yeah, white face is Jade, Jade Tiger, Tiger, yeah. Okay. He was kind of strange looking. And a little bit later, we're introduced to this the Abbot Monk. Hey, Abbot! Hey, Abbot! And he is the most powerful being in the known universe. Shooting gas from his hands. Gas from his hands. Whatever. A simple tap will snap a coffin in half to reveal the inside. Yeah. He has a lot of power. Yeah. Long story short, I guess we should kind of get it moving here. We're at 51 minutes. So she stays at the inn. He, the drunkard, comes in and distracts her like by stealing her stuff because he knows she's going to run after him um, to get her out of the room, and then they do an attack. So he saves her. She says, oh, thank you for saving me. And he sings a song to tell her where they're at because the bad guys are hiding out at the monastery or the local um, temple. Temple, yeah. Right, I didn't, not monastery, temple. So they're all at the local temple. They with, were monks, though. So well, you can see the where you. It is a temple, yeah, but yeah, they yeah. were monks. Right. So she takes it. She takes a trip there, and then she confronts the the bad guys. That's where she meets the smarmy uh, Jade Tiger, who is just the <laughs> typical jerk. You know, like Truly. he is. He is a complete ass. You know, she cuts up a few more of his people. He's he's losing. Um, but then she she get she gets a dart in the shoulder. Yeah, he, she's leaving. She gets yeah. he, as yeah. she's running away. He has she's, this she's whole fighting everybody, and as she's yeah. leaving, he hits her with a dart. Yeah, the Jade Tiger has a poison dart gimmick. He because earlier you see him, he kills a little kid who is listening to their conversation through a wall oh, yeah. with a dart, and then That's they right. say, "Give him the antidote." Well, one of the guys comes up, and the antidote is to kill him. There's no antidote to this, so she gets whacked with a dart, and she's running. Stumbling around, she's starting to black out, and the drunkard saves her. And of course, this is one of those things where she—the drunkard—is just drunken cat at this point, mm-hmm. and um, he has no mystical powers. He's nobody to the whole world; just a drunk guy. Yeah. And but then, and then he's—she's dying, and and then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna have to like suck the poison out." Oh, or and whatever. this is a nasty. Yeah. This is gross looking. This isn't... So I, I was kind of thinking after he did that, she got back to there was going to be some kind of romantic thing going on, but none of that. That's this is all business. That's why I praise this movie. None this of that American bullshit. This is all business, man. <laughs> There's none of that American style bullshit where they'd have to be lovers well, or there'd be some romance uh, yeah, or none but, of that. But that's you know. the impression that you got because it's like, I'm going to like suck that. And he's like, he's like puts his hand right near her breast and you're going like, oh, okay, some funny business going to happen here, but no. No, and then and then we find out that he's actually a monk, also. Right. Yeah. So yeah, basically, then they send some people to kill her, and he's like, "Well, she's not even healed yet," and that's when it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, she stumbles to into a wall, and he stands up with his little drunken stick, and he kills all five of them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and and he does it. He dispatches them. Easily, quickly, and easily. These are his. These are number four, five, and six of these goons. These, you know, that are supposed to be really tough guys, and he, they're dead very fast. You know, and then he does this ruse where he takes the bodies there to the back to the temple and says, oh, "Are you Jade Tiger? Um, you know, this. I saw a woman kill these guys, and she said to take them to you, and you'd give me five tails of sh- of uh, silver. So, um, he he plays them." For chumps, but the guy keeps him. Then mm-hmm. he he they they keep drunken cat. At this point, they don't know anything about it. He's just the town drunk, 
and the abbot returns. The king, shit. I don't know what I can't remember what his name was. Yeah, I don't even. I don't either. He's, and he. This is where this is where the whole secondary plot really takes off. At it, it's introduced a little bit when he stands up and knocks out the thugs. When he protects her by killing the other guy. Yeah, you see, he's not just a drunk. He's actually got some, you know. He's got some stuff going on. He he's he has some kung fu skill. Well, this is where she takes secondary role in the movie. Her and her story, and he takes over where this kind of devi- this uh, splits the timeline or mm-hmm. splits the storyline, I should say. And now we come to find out the abbot who is. The, the top martial artist walks around with one of the steel poles instead of the bamboo sticks. Yeah. And, you know, he and him and Drunken Cat were in the same sect. Uh, or Kung Fu. Cl- t- they, um, were, they, were, they were taught by the same master. Same master. Or whatever. And then the, 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 the bad abbot guy. Yeah. We find out that he actually killed the master because he wanted the staff. But I think, I think Drunken Cat took the staff. Drunken cat took it and took off. And took off. And yeah. said, "Well, see ya." So no. the, the 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 abbot has been looking for him and he knew and he knew when when they opened the coffins, he knew it was Drunken Cat who killed the guys cuz he That's said right. he he's he this is the work of him. I know I know how Yeah, he, he, I know how he kills people and, he and kills this wasn't people, yeah. this wasn't uh Golden Swallow, this was yeah. Drunken Cat. Yeah. So now that that's becoming the storyline, but then you still have the storyline of he, uh, the you know, the bad guy wants his leader, and the girl wants her, her brother, brother back. back. Yeah, so that's we still, always we still there. got that going on. It's yeah. intertwined. It's not like they said, "Oh no, never mind that. Yeah. Look over here now." Yeah. You know, um, but it does boil down to now he's like, "Look, you know, I'll fight you. Just give me three days." And he's like, "Well, I don't care. You're not going to go anywhere. I'll get you, drunken cat." Um, so he says, "Okay." So then he kind of arranges this transfer like in those three days what he wants to do is take care of the business that he has with golden swallow and that he's gonna oversee the transfer of the brother for the criminal mm-hmm. yeah and what he does is he hides underneath the criminal's thing they make the transfer it's a clean transfer right. they leave he gets down out of there and at this point you're like why is he doing this just to just to mess with him i guess yeah i mean there's no real reasoning for drunken cat to have done this right right right. you know but whatever he so he climbs down as they're trying to free the bad guy and he just kicks it down the hill and just starts dispatching their guys you yeah know? um and then as they take off then the bad guys start fighting all the uh yes the, the, the whatever whatever you want, you want to call the good guy caravan a good gu- good guy caravan the governor's yeah. the governor's elite forces so then you get the big battle royal and and then the, the my favorite part of that was when the, the 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 elite forces were getting killed by the bad guys. All of a sudden, these the girls come out and they they start kicking ass just like Golden, Golden Swallow. Golden Swallow had trained these. Yeah, you could tell and, these and were separate like elite forces. Yeah, you know, and they're all women, so it was kind of like okay, that's kind of different. Yep, all sword right. play, all sword play. Yeah, it was, it was total sword play. The whole night. Yeah, and since I don't know, it's kind of weird, but it was kind of weird to see the woman kicking ass more than the guys, but it definitely worked. Visually, it was a lot more interesting. Yeah. And these weren't... This wasn't no kind of like in bikinis or weirdness no, or anything no, like that. No, they were all wearing the... They were very traditional, um, honorable women with long, you know, cloaks and hats and stuff, but... And this this is kind of cool because they're winning and losing the ebb and flow of an actual battle. You know, she takes off... Uh, Golden Swallow takes off after the abbot. Right, like yeah, at yeah, this point, because yeah. th- finally the bat, the, the the no good mix of Laughing Tiger and Jade Tiger get she, killed. She kills. She them, kills yeah. him. She's like, I'm done with this. Because there was a kind of a long battle, and this is where she put her two daggers away, and then she got out a sword, and now it's on. Because now she's like actually really sword fighting, and it was a very well done battle. Lots of cutting, lots of hacking each other up. Um, not like Kill Bill levels, but no. you know they they each get it a little bit. No. And then she finally, she dispatches them. And she runs after and the abbot stops her. And she's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you think you're doing? And she starts in and he, he like kicks her ass pretty easily. Well, she tries to stab him and I don't know if she can't get her sword. Yeah, she, I don't know if he can like, if he's got like abs of steel or whatever. Yeah, you know those dudes like, uh, oh, what was that one the, the, where, where uh, Batista turned into bronze? That one I just watched, that crazy um, kung fu movie. 
Man with the Iron Fist. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> He would become bronze oh, whenever okay. he got... It was great. Oh, that's cool. That, right. it was, I liked that movie. A lot of people didn't like it. I, I knew right where it was going. Anyway, um, so then that's when... Now that, you know, she's kind of getting her ass kicked by the by the abbot. And, uh, hey, abbot. And then, uh, then Drunken drunk, Cat drunk and Kat comes in. And he's like, all right, now let's go. Yeah. You know. And then it's just the end fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the end fight, and then, you know, good triumphs over evil. Yes, good does triumph over evil. And he even, he even, Drunken Cat says, look, just go change your name and live live your life. Yeah, he, he's going to let him go. But he the was going to let him did, go. And he did let him go, but the guy came back for, for yeah. to finish the deal. Yeah. And you knew that Shaq was going to get trashed. Like, he yeah, had this nice, yeah. Drunken Cat lived in this, Modest little one bedroom studio apartment yeah. by this waterfall. This real nice waterfall. And there was a like there was the rocks in the water to get to his meditation spot and there was a waterfall. And you like from the first scene you're like, That shack's gonna get destroyed. You can kinda tell, and it does, and cause the bad guy comes for the staff, because you know, bad guys can't ever just let stuff go. And then uh drunk and then they fight it out and beat the shit out of each other and then um and the shack gets trashed. And then uh they win and then she's like, well, he wins. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they both do the 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 gas hand thing. Gas hand. The guy instead of jazz hands, hands, it was gas, gas hands. Hand. Like, I don't know what that's all about, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> go go, mighty gas hands. Yeah, you know? I mean, okay. And then, uh, yeah, they do that. Then wh- when he's pushing on him, he he takes the staff and gives him one through the heart. Yep. The like end. literally, like just you know, bamboo spear through the heart. All right. And then the abbot dies. I would have liked... They did... Like, he does fall into the water, but I would have liked the face first, like... Like, see him, like, dead belly flop into the right, water. You know, right. kind of... But they didn't do that. They don't, They were like, nah. And then uh, Cheng Pei-Pei's like, on her horse, all right, see you jerks later, and the end. <laughs> I know. She literally said, see you jerks later, and then she yeah. she didn't say that. She should have said that. <laughs> she should have. Like, I'm Golden Swallow, and if I ever come to this shit village again, I'm going to kill you all. See you later, jerks. That's what she thought in her head. <laughs> but, you know, it almost seemed like, I mean, getting back to what you were talking about, the uh, the American bullshit, it almost seemed like there was during those scenes where she was actually trying to get close to uh, very subtly. Drunken Cat, but he, you know, it didn't, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and I, and at that point, I don't think it was subservient lover. I think it was subservient master. Admirer, yeah, yeah, Kung yeah, Fu master. Like, because like, yeah. after Admiration he after he killed those guys, she was impressed. She came over and kneeled to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. She kneeled down to by his side and not like in a weird sexual way. No, no. Like, uh, holy shit, you're actually like my master, even though I think I'm all badass. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. And then there was a scene where she, where he, where he was practicing putting his fingers through rocks. Yeah, that was weird. That was, <laughs> that was a, another weird. That one. was like where he, yeah, and it was. That one didn't work as well, but I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's often the times they, there's in these movies, especially. There's like, the guy is practicing his kill moves almost right. like, and that was where this was. Drunken Cat was, she was throwing gigantic rocks, which. She was poorly struggling to show how heavy they were. <laughs> the paper mache rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like, like I can hardly do it. And then he would like put his fingers in the midair right through them. <laughs> and then he was like going, like trying to put them down. And you know, at one point they broke the table. We got it. Like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take any points off for it. It was hokey, but I, I, but I got it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, all right, you, you got me this. We'll, we'll go with this. You know. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of fun. Um, this wasn't your most exciting one. This wasn't your most zany one. No, not at all. This is one of those that, to me, it's a great story, well shot, well done. It doesn't do anything that's going to say, look how wacky I am, or look at this stuff. It's just a great story, kind of, you know. Hmm. So we're out of time long ago. What are you, What are you going to give this one? I'm struggling, because i got to tell you, I didn't like it as much as you. Yeah, that's cool. You know. I thought it was well shot. I thought... You know the fight scenes were well choreographed. No distracting things, probably. No distracting. I thought I would. I, w- I was kind of hoping it would get a little zanier. <laughs> I didn't care for the music number. I mean, though you like, even though they do serve some purpose or whatever. Yeah, you know. I'm not a big musical guy. Yeah. Um. You know the the actors were good. Drunken Cat was good. You know mm-hmm. the the girl was. Good. What was the girl's name in the movie? Oh, oh, Golden Swallow. Yeah. Right. 
she was really good. I, I I'll give it a seven. Really? But like I said, I, it, it's not my kind of movie. Yeah. It's not my kind of movie. And it's so shocky, but I'm going to give it a nine. You no, know? I figured that. Yeah, I, I can't give it a ten because, you know. Yeah, you but, can't uh, get too gushy over yeah, it. Yeah, but if, and, and like I said, I, I'm a huge Cheng Pei Pei fan, so that probably has a lot to do with it as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just one that I love. I've watched it many, many times. This is a... Was it, this a Hong Kong movie or was this made in mainland China? I don't know. Probably Hong Kong. Probably. Um, this is one that um, makes the regular rotations in my in my viewing uh, just like uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine or, you know, or Bloodsport. <laughs> Wait, that's actually true. I watch Bloodsport a lot. Death Race 2000. <laughs> you know, all the classics. Death Race 2000, you know, Citizen Speaking Kane. Speaking of Bloodsport, what's the deal? Did you see that latest commercial where, like, yeah, Van, Van Damme is... Is... Yeah, it's like, give me a break. <laughs> He's the man, and you know it. All right, that's, that's right. it for this week. Next week, we'll, we're, we're probably going to go back to our roots and do something a bit more we have wackier to. and we out, have to go out to there. We go to the gutter, man, the trash. Yeah, this is almost like, I felt bad because it was almost like yeah, too highbrow. You should feel bad. It's, it's too highbrow, high you yeah, know. Unless we're going to do Citizen Kane, okay? No, we're going to do like... Uh, Rosebud! Yeah. No, we're it gonna was do... the sled! <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. I like the Simpsons version of, of uh, that better. Oh, I never saw it. It's classic. All right. And that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week.